Welcome to the Caregiving with Aloha podcast. My name is Karen and I share ideas, thoughts, and stories about the caregiving journey. Have you ever been wrongfully accused or held accountable for something that you did not do? We had a rental and the property manager insisted that we had stood up on the island in the kitchen because the seam was starting to separate down the middle of the island. Well, we knew for a fact we had not been standing on there. We weren't having dance parties or anything in the kitchen. That's just weird. But trying to convince her of that was a whole different story. And I was very offended that she was assuming that we were disrespecting the property that we had been taking very good care of. When an older adult starts making mistakes due to dementia, it is natural for the caregivers to start pointing these unusual errors out. They may think it's helpful to show them what they're doing wrong, but they're not young children who need to be taught the ways of the world. The person receiving care truly may not recall that they've done something wrong and wonder why someone's standing there frustrated at them for something they don't think they did. Having a brain disease doesn't mean they don't know any better, so they don't need to be taught what to do. It just means that they simply don't remember doing it and something in the brain gets mixed up and they'll do something out of character, but it wasn't intentional. I found that it's helpful to focus on their intention rather than the action. So if someone experiencing disorientation leaves the door open or throws away important documents, maybe someone who loves to bake happens to use double the salt and no sugar in the cookies and is insistent that they always put sugar in so they didn't make that mistake. They don't need a scolding or to be teased or anything unless they're lighthearted about it. You can do lighthearted joking, but I'm talking about making them feel bad about themselves or to try to explain, this is how you need to do this. You always need to shut this door. Well, as an adult, they know they need to shut a door. It's just that they don't realize they didn't do it. They need understanding. So it's helpful to step back. Sometimes just allow life to be messy. The person was likely trying to take care of themselves or the things around them and didn't realize they were making things worse. Now, if it's a true safety hazard, like leaving the stove on, then it's up to those without cognitive challenges to safety proof the house. Maybe hide the knobs to the stovetop or turn the circuit breaker off if it doesn't turn off the refrigerator as well. There are resources out there to help keep someone safe in their home and Doing the problem solving side of things rather than getting mad at the person every time the thing happens is more helpful. Patience and understanding are key to easing a potentially turbulent caregiving dynamic. The head of my daughter's school once gave a great quote by Joyce Meyer when speaking to the elementary school students. He said, patience is not simply the ability to wait. It's how we behave while we're waiting. That really resonated with me because I was thinking about how we as caregivers can behave sometimes when we're feeling impatient, (laughs) keeping calm through repetitive and sometimes messy results of forgotten errors is imperative. How we behave will affect much of the experience. If things do get tense, it's important to step away and find an outlet. I recommend journaling as one of them. It's a great way to throw it all out there and vent your frustrations. Whether you do written journaling or verbal journaling, you can release it and you can kind of get it out there without actually saying it to the person or to others. Because 
if you're telling that same story over and over, you're kind of solidifying it in your mind and in your heart and getting more frustrated. But if you can talk some sense into yourself after you've let a lot of it go, maybe looking at it from a more understanding perspective, like writing down things that you value about your loved one, right? How you know they aren't intentionally causing the problems and also thinking about what relationship it is that's keeping you there. Now, if you're there professionally as a caregiver, well, why are you a caregiver? Why is that your job? Maybe because you want to help people feel better. So that's your goal, not making them feel worse about mistakes they're going to make. And if you're the family member or a friend, maybe it's because you really respect them. They did something really nice for you. So you want to make sure that you're being respectful in return. And then if you write down the words you think maybe they would have said if they could comfort you, they might not be able to demonstrate that anymore. But if you have a memory of how they encouraged you in the past, maybe that will help too. Then you're ready to get back out there, respond as calmly as possible about the next mishap, and know that you're making a difficult situation much better. And then when you're retelling the story later to loved ones, you can have it more balanced, right? You can share, well, this was really frustrating, but this is what I thought about and now I understand they didn't mean to do it. Well, I hope this helps.